grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey guys, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. My camera decided it wasn't going to work. So I had to reboot my system. I apologize. I, I kind of bumped it because I was doing some, some cleanup in here. And uh, apparently it decided it just didn't want to function. It's kind of frightening because the actual camera... I'm going to show you guys. Okay, I'm going to show you guys for... I'm going to show you guys. I should show you guys for fun. No, I'm not going to mess with it. The actual HP camera on my laptop is useless. That's why I have to have a 4K camera on the side. Anyway, welcome. My name is Charlotte. Everybody's like, hang on, i got one more light to put on. It's going to be like that today, huh? Now there's no power to my light. Seriously? Well, I don't want to mess with it, so, okay. So I'm down a light. I'm not going to mess with it because it might throw the camera off. <laughs> I don't want to, I mean, that's how touchy things are in here. Anyway, my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We're 45 strong up and down the state of California. And uh, we're in Nevada, Washington, uh, Hawaii, and some other cool places. Anyway, if you have a paranormal need, get a hold of us. We're all over Facebook. We're on uh, Meetup. We are over uh, TikTok. We're at YouTube. You can find us anywhere. Okay? And we will help you. The problem is California is like this really big state. So... It might take us a couple days to get to you, but that's why we have such a large team and why I'm putting together such a large team so that we are able to get to you because then we'll have people down in Southern California, Northern California, Central California that can get to you. Anyway, welcome, welcome. It's, 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 it's cyber. It's, it's, it's a cyber. It's Friday. Oh, and I want to get one thing out there. One, well, one thing out there. There's a scam going around Facebook, and these people know who they are. All right. I'm just going to say one thing to the people that, that, that get this scam is to double-check on the spelling. Okay? Double-check on the spelling because they claim they're from Facebook security. So double-check from the spelling. Okay? You'll see what I mean. Anyway, and if you're listening, you've been reported, so it's not a big deal. Okay? All right. So, that being said, you can find me on Facebook, either under my name, or you can find us California Haunts. We're all over Facebook. Uh, Sacramento Sears, that's our psychic team page. You can find us there as well. And the and, and California Haunts psychic team page, you can find that. You can find us on TikTok at California Haunts. You can find us on Twitter under Cal, California Haunts. You can find us over at Twitch under Cal Haunts. You can find me over at Instagram under Ghosty Gal, right? Okay, so that's done. Next housekeeping. I'm teaching a class tomorrow, and I'm trying to recruit new team members. We're rebuilding everything up. And I have four spots left for that class. So if you want to be on, if, if you want to be on one of California's premier paranormal teams, this is your chance. You have to take this class to see if you're even going to like it. Because I'm a very intense person when it comes to investigating and I like things done a certain way. And I've been doing this 19 years. So I have a lot of experience figuring out, you know, how we want to run things. And this is the way to do it. So you take this class first. And then if you like it, then the next step is you have a dinner with, 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 with our investigators and they interview you, you know, and it's a process and, and see if, you, if they think you'd be a good fit. Then the process after that is if you decide you want to stay with us and we want you and, and we get along and all that, then the next step is you go out on an investigation with us and you get hands-on training on the equipment and then we can see how you are in the field. So if you want to sign up for that, like there's only four spots left, so they're going to hopefully fill up. Go to the California Haunts Meetup page, California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team Meetup page, and sign up over there under events. Okay, I may do another class next month, depending on what kind of um, you know people we uh, not people, but how, how many people we get involved. So that's all up in the air. It's hot in here too. I'll tell you, losing my camera made me sweat. Anyway, um, so yeah, if if you, if you feel like you want to be on a, on one one of the top investigation teams. Come on over, sign up for that class. Okay. 
So welcome everybody. We're going to be talking about Twin Flames tonight. Twin Flames. I'm sure Nancy's got a big stack of goodies for us to, to listen to. So should, I, I see her looking down over there, putting things in order. I see her in the green room. So I'm going to bring her out. But uh, welcome everybody. We're glad to have you here. Um, everybody that's been listening and everybody that's been following my reels. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, I've just been trying to get things going with the reels and balance this and teach classes and do my real job and, and all that other stuff. So, yeah, I'm really glad to have you. I'm really glad to, to, to know you're out there listening. So let me bring Nancy in. I, I was listening to you say something about the spammers. Um, yes. I was watching you. I watch your shows. And um, on the right side, it said something about if you want your comments to show up here, you have to send in 200 stars. And you told me you didn't put it there. No. So is that part of the scamming? I have no is idea. That... No, uh, this particular one, I want to go, you know what? I've got nothing to lose to go public with it because it's happening to other paranormal groups. Uh, Some of the paranormal peeps. I would like somebody to hit that stars and see if it's actually something that you put up or is it also a spam thing? Yeah. So, so it's I don't know how to prove it. Some Marissa, stars maybe try it. Huh? Yeah. Buy, buy 99 cents worth of stars, somebody, and send me a couple stars and we'll see what that is. Yeah, okay. it says 200 stars. That's two dollars. Yeah, I don't know what that you is. You didn't get that there, right? I'm, I'm trying to tell you that's not you. Uh -huh. Yeah. So here's the deal. I got a notice today from somebody on Facebook saying that I had violated copyright. Well, surprise, surprise, right? There's nothing new. But today? it was to the point that, and this supposedly happened on the. They were supposed. They were supposed to shut my page down. It's supposed to be Facebook security. And. It was like a copyright thing, and it was this big law. It was this drawn out thing, mm -hmm. and I know mm -hmm. I know people, other paranormal people that have gotten this. And yeah. so at first I thought, well, okay, because you know, because I'm using different music and stuff, and who knows, you know. So I'm doing research into it, and I start, I start. Well, Nancy knows how I am. Once I start, it's like, okay. So I start doing research and all this, and it finally dawns on me. I finally get over to the page, and the word cyber is spelled with two R's instead of one. Whoops. Plus, when you click on it, thinking it's Facebook, they want you to verify. Here's another tip off. They want you to verify your identity. Mm. So they want you to pass all your, your login stuff over, you know, over to them. So I went ahead and uh, turned it in today. I know, I know, I know there's other people. And I remember a friend of mine, uh, one of my Facebook friends, commented on the same thing about a week ago. And so I went back and checked her thing out. It's the same one. You know, Facebook did do that at one time. You had to prove that you were the owner of the Facebook page that you created. Right. So there's somebody else. So how are we supposed to know the difference? I mean. Because cyber, well, I shouldn't say this because they'll correct it. Cyber is spelled with two R's. Oh. I mean, two E's. Is it E? Two E. Yeah. Spell like cyber. C-Y-B-E-R-R? C-Y-B-E-E-R. I didn't know that. Cyber is spelled with C-Y-B-E-R, right? Yeah. So they have two E's in the, in the cyber. So, I mean, you know. It's hurting my brain. <laughs> and it looks to me like they're always getting shut down because my friend got this notice like a week ago. And I noticed that this page that came up was on Sunday is when they brought this page up. So they must have got shut down and then they brought the page back. So this is going to be one of those things, guys, that's going to nag all of us to death. And we're just going to have to keep, you know, turning it in and turning it in and turning it in, you know. But it, it's scary, you know, when they do that. And we're going to we're going to shut your page down and yada, 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 yada. And then you go check the page is still there. You're able, you're able to do stuff to it. And I didn't even realize it. And I'm, I watch out for that stuff, right? Yeah. Of course, in my history, <laughs> you know. And so I didn't I even say things. That, yeah. <laughs> That the word cyber was, was misspelled until just like towards the end of my little investigation. And I went, wait a minute, that's not even spelled right. You know, so it is what it is. So you guys got to watch out. And it looks like they might be targeting primarily, from what I'm understanding, people involved with the paranormal world. That's what it looks like. So. Or anybody yeah. that has a following. Yeah, anybody that has a following. So. <laughs> I don't there know. You have it. it's, it's funny. You the more I get 
Well, it's funny because the, the more I get my name out there, I get my reels out there, the more I'm getting scared people coming at me. It's hilarious, you know. So, well, anyhow, same anybody that does anything yeah. out of mainstream, I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Um, this is a, a topic I don't really talk a lot about. I'm starting out with that because I did have to, it took me a few hours to type this up <laughs> for four and a half pages of notes. <laughs> I know it, right? I always was overdoing right, everybody. I'm good. very worried. I'm wordy. Um, but when I started thinking about, someone requested this, I started looking into it and I've talked of relationships for 33 years but when people call and say is he gonna call is he am i done with him or is he coming back you know it's always 99 percent of my calls are women of course and mm -hmm. um i don't usually address the idea well it's your twin soul no wonder you're having trouble i don't address it like that soulmates uh every once in a while it's not that common i do feel um uh over blending of souls and mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to um, read you a couple things, uh, short, everybody, not to hurt your ears. Uh, while, t and this is from Google. I'm gonna not reword, I'll give credit <laughs> to someone who wrote an article. Uh, while twin souls are thought to be one soul split into two bodies, soul mates are simply two separate souls that are extraordinarily linked, twin flame, Relationships can also be toxic, unlike a soulmate connection, which tends to be more stable. Now, I want to address these because I don't always agree. I think well-intentioned people write these based on their mm -hmm. information. Uh, are they in the business like I am? Are they counselors? Talk a bazillion people, like tens of thousands of people. I've talked to half of my relationships, right? While soulmate relationships are often less intense, twin flame relationships can be extremely chaotic. Twin flame relationships can be much deeper than and more profound than a soulmate partnership because they lead to wholeness. And then I would say, at what point do you understand it to be whole? Because mm -hmm. I don't know that if if you're opposite in your world and you're opposite in personality, you're opposite in your career paths, you're opposite in every way. Um, so I have a friend I'm in high school. We are totally opposite. Does that make us wanting to be a couple? We're friends. Mm -hmm. So I think we're brought as friends back to experience life and watch each other grow old. She could have a more diverse and different life than I. And right. she used to come over and watch TV with my husband and I. And she said, I come over here to feel what it feels like to be a wife and a mother. And then I would visit her while she goes shopping for beautiful clothes to be a single woman out in the world. And I would experience her buying. I'll never forget what we went. I'll get myself in trouble. At one time, women wore nylons, everybody. And if you are a, a woman of the world, you would pay $20 on a pair of beautiful stockings. And I'd never seen something this expensive. <laughs> I was just a working mother. Nylons? What's nylon? And she you know buy $20. God forbid, God forbid one of your toenails was, was sharper than the other. Because <laughs> you spent $20 on this stuff. And the next thing you know, you yank it up and there's a big old run in that sucker. Well, when we were younger, she had the longest, beautiful, most beautiful legs. I mean, oh my gosh. You know, anyway, uh, right. we admired each other's lives. And we've been connected now for, um, <laughs> we were 13. So 61 years, 62 years now, 75 so it's amazing that we are so connected. So that's probably, um, but our lives, we are very good friends. We're mm -hmm. chaotic because we're so different. We're certainly not soulmates because mm -hmm. uh, we have different lives. <clears throat> um, I want to bring up a soulmate that I was aware of. I started May uh, 1990, and this is May 1992. And the first lady of the day uh, was a, out in a park, everybody had tables doing what we're doing. And it was a May 1992 Children's Miracle Network, and it was for cancer um, dollars, um, fundraiser cancer uh, support. Um, the wife came first in the morning. I could see her soul overlapping her partner. And I'd never seen it like that. You visualize two um, people standing, and the energy of mm -hmm. one would go to the other, and his would go over to her. And so they were blending in the center. And I 
I almost jumped up. I went, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I might mention this before because it's one of my favorite stories. And I, I'm excitable. I, I'm very calm. But when I do see something like that, I go, oh, my gosh, I got to tell you what I'm picking up. So anyway, I told her about this. And she left all excited. Wow. Wow. Man, so make, you know. And last point of the day, he, sh he showed up. And I saw the same thing. Of course, he wouldn't tell me who he was. And I was just amazed and told him, wow. Oh, and he sat back like the man would probably said to her, oh, I'm going to test her. I'm going to go last one of the day. She'll be caught off guard. And of course, it was one of those days I had bumper to bumper people. Oh, that was my wife this morning. <laughs> it's like I got from him like, oh, now I got to tell my wife because she's got me this cassette. But my question was, were they soul, twin souls or soulmates? Because they didn't talk about what their life together. Maybe this overlapping was protecting possession or hold on, hold on, because the ride is going to be rough. We don't know. How can I tell somebody, boy, they're really holding on to each other. Was that a twin soul finally getting together and now they're going to have a rough ride? Mm -hmm. Was it soulmates and protecting possession that love me forever? I, get, I didn't get to know them. But I've told the story before, assuming it was a soulmate and it was all wonderful. But, and this is something I do, it's kind of crazy. I can go back to that day and I can see him sitting there and it's not negative. If he hears it, give me a call. I'd like to know what happened in their lives. Kind of sit back like, all right, woman, <laughs> you better tell me the same thing. It was like a little bit of an edge and you can't do that to me because if you don't tell me, I'm going to, you know, come through because I wasn't making anything up. And right. uh, people know me to be painfully honest. <laughs> Sorry. I've been known to be too honest. People go, oh, <clears throat> this is one that was very interesting. And now this is another relationship I'm going to ask you, the audience. And I know now why my eyes are sideways I'm, instead of looking at the camera because I'm reading my notes, everybody. It's kind of disheartening. But Nancy, what is she looking at? Well, I'm looking at my notes. Uh, this is a lady and lady relationship. And I had spoken of this before. I gave, I used to do a lot of past life regression work. Um, not so much now because um, it's just not something that comes up. So I'll do it in the form of the, the reading. In fact, it just happened uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, and uh, got quite involved with someone who is a writer. And she's particularly interested in middle Europe. But the most important, this is the first time this happened. She wanted me to talk about this life that she remembers but the life that influences her today and this is kind of crazy because i read a lot and i did see a town that was flooded from a dam being broken <clears throat> and i see her in a building that's very dark like maybe it was dark wood of some sort i don't know and she's got a dark dress on and i don't know if it was at night in the morning but i can see the the water come and push through the house and take her and the feeling I got was the town was taken away. I think maybe some in the audience might know that. I, and like you I know, said, I, okay. pardon me? There's you a know? story. I don't know where I read it. But there's like, a town where this woman had stayed in, I don't know, like, a, like an inn, a hotel kind of thing. Okay, okay. And as she was sleeping, she had a vision of this water coming in and sweeping her away. Now, this is a long time ago. This is like 1800s. This is not current. Yeah. I'm just saying. Said? Yeah, because she said, because she, it, it was like, a, you know, you know, like one of those memory things. Yeah. Okay. She's memory. And she's, and, and while she was sleeping or half asleep, she saw the water come in and sweep, and sweep her away. Oh. I just wonder if it's the same oh. story. And it's about this town I, that got flooded out. Yeah. Remember, I'm talking to a girl in Texas and this right. came That's up I'm and I, Goosebumps, sorry. Gives <laughs> me all. If you, if you saw off, the, yeah, get the goosebumps. I can't hardly handle this. But you but did. Anyway, That's what it was. <laughs> well, anyway, so she swept away and she said, Well, I didn't want to talk about that. I went, wait a minute, wait. <laughs> you got to talk about it because I can't let it go now. And what I got mm -hmm. was she was a young woman who got frustrated that she didn't get to live and the stress of getting out of her life what she wanted. Now, the woman in Texas got kind of roped into her family business. Mm -hmm. And it's a high intensity number business. I can't tell you too much because someone may know who I'm talking about. 
And right. all her life, she's wanted to be a writer. <clears throat> well, she's coming to write her and she's 60 years old, finally. And so I said, you have a past life that you had the wonderful memories and the love of us, man, because she can feel it. And she said, I feel this man. I don't know if he's in spirit or he's with us in this world now. And if I said to you, similar to what Char has been going through, you get so tied into the family, you can't even date. She, this job she has is like 12, 14 hour days. And it doesn't matter if you make money or not. It's a corporation, it's a business. Yep. And, and now she's at where she can see that she can become a writer, yet she feels this man. She wanted me to talk about it. But I had to give her the life that she died as a younger woman because mm -hmm. she lost her youth and her middle age and her old age. But she gets it now to do what she wants to do. That she has a, a drive. Oh, I just love her. You know, I wish I could adopt all these kids. I talk to kids, <laughs> all these people, because I end up fall in love with everybody. I go, oh, I love your, you know, she's a writer and she's exciting. And, uh, and I want her to have this so badly. And she's working toward that. And so, um, but when we stopped talking about the woman, she absolutely figured out why I was given that life to talk to her. Now the man, she can feel that man and the loss of that love. She died or he died end of life. They couldn't keep it forever. You don't live forever. And I says, if he's on the other side, you're going to write about him and fall in love with that man all over again. Or the universe is telling you, once you become a writer, you will meet him again. Oh, sorry, Ray. And so we don't know if that is a soulmate or a twin soul because she could feel him. It's like, it's not, she's not complete. And that was one of the definitions of twin soul. You are not complete. But that doesn't mean it's negative. It means that that lifetime she fell in love with him so desperately. And, and I think everybody has felt something similar to that, where mm -hmm. you can't breathe without that person knowing you're breathing. Yet the life is over, it's 14, 1500s. She feels him still. She's not mm -hmm. complete. I find that amazing. But that doesn't mean, and so when you say twin souls, yes, it can be turbulent, it can be possessive, it could be overprotected, it could be a, really a rough ride. But it also can mean, I'm not complete without you. Soulmate mm -hmm. is a handshake of two souls making agreement to travel life together and grow and become better because of your partner. Kind of a different, but when I do my readings or I do what I do, that definition doesn't come in because they want more particulars. Like mm -hmm. uh, long range, you see the ladies today. Um, oh God, these stories are so good. <laughs> so 10 years ago, uh, eight, 10 years ago, I was talking about the son and her living, moving somewhere else. Well, that didn't happen. She chose to move to Florida. Well, the son got a new girlfriend, got some opportunities. Guess what? The building I described and the location showed up. And he went back and found those readings. Mom, <laughs> remember that white building? <laughs> it showed up. And then I told her, I said, so we got to revisit you ending up somewhere else. She said, I don't know how that can happen. So she works in one state, they network on another state and she's been giving them advice. And I says, well, what state is that? She mentioned the very state that I had told her 10 years ago <laughs> that she'd be involved with and doesn't have to move because they, she could work from home. And I says, we can't even get away from free will. We have free will, but the destiny of where we're supposed to go always shows up. So I wanna mention this. The woman he loved before, they want to get something happen, but he was desperate in love. The woman he's with is a soulmate that he can now have completeness. Before it was a twin flame because it was turbulent and didn't work well. They were wonderful together, but there was a Now that he's with the part he's supposed to be with, now he finds the job in the building I described. Oh, Chihuahua. <laughs> Mom, I love these stories. It drives me crazy. But at, at the same time, I don't, I didn't at that time say, well, the one you're with is twin because it's turbulent and it doesn't feel mm -hmm. good afterward. And now the soulmate. Now I want to, I want to, I didn't put this in my notes, but I do want to bring it up. Twin flames, twin souls does not mean it's a romantic relationship. 
I want to say this is careful because we all have family. Usually, mother, father, kids, we pick our parents. Sometimes we pick it because we want the path. Like I, I think I picked this body because my father would pass on the gift to this flesh. And I thought, oh, that looks interesting. I want to try that. <laughs> Who knew, right? And so, uh, yeah, tw 24 years with one company before I got into this, 33 years later now. Um, yet, though I love my kids, I had them by choice. Didn't have to get married. Planned them out, both of them. They are what we call independents. They don't need either one of us. Neither one of us. I don't feel twin soul, nor I feel soulmate with our kids. But in some family dynamics, th by the way, their kids came because of my abilities and the father's abilities. He went into biology. I went to engineering. And now I do this. My daughter, my family's in nursing and engineering. I mean, come on, right? So um, in some ways, it's worked out the way it's supposed to because they want that biological material. So this lady calls me up and she goes, oh, I have so much. Blah, blah, blah. So I looked at the dynamics of her family. I said, oh, Chihuahua. you know, excuse me. I got to tell her something. I says, I said, you had this child because you were husband and wife on one last lifetime. You have unfinished business. You are connected and you may not like it, but you have to battle it out in this lifetime. So we're looking at a soul relationship as a mother and a child crazy and this one i brought up before and i want to bring it up again because i also believe this is a twin soul situation in the prior life but in this life they are a relationship this is a lady lady relationship and i did past life question i mentioned this before um and because i like these special ones <laughs> when they say there'll all be new stories i'll have time to go through records everybody Anyway, the uh, one lady got the re request. Nancy, I'm on to, okay. So she brought a partner and I really liked this couple. It was, I mean, I was so excited. Oh, come on over, you know. And the one lady that wanted, she says, I seem to be battling getting promotions and making money. Where her partner, I don't think they're, I don't think we were, they were married. This has been uh, 02 or 03. Anyway, so I took the woman back the first lady, to when she was a no royalty, I'll say royalty because I don't know her position. And I see her dress as an Egyptian with all the headgear, all the gold and white, and it was just gorgeous. I see her today, I can see her walking up this plank and she's gonna put something in the water and there's reeds and there's all the ceremonial. Clearly it's a, a tribute to the waters of the Nile. Clearly, it was some kind of big ceremony. And I can see all these people. And as she's walking on the pier, there are her servants or people that were close to taking care of her. And she walked right by. And I never saw in the vision only of her, but I didn't pay attention to the women. And she put this in there and she goes, oh, my gosh, I had such a wonderful life. I had all this prosperity. I was so beautiful. I had all this money and wealth. And we stopped. And her partner is crying her eyes out. <gasps> like, well, I do what I do, but I don't know how to stop the crying. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, what are you crying for? And she said, um, she looked at her partner. She says, you never noticed me and I was so in love with you. I was your slave. And in some ways, did they pick that life to experience that? But in the afterlife, they got together, they said, in the next life, I will be this one and you be that one. So the partner has had immense amount of success in the state of California. She got lots of money, lots of prestige, where her partner, who was the princess, I'll call it Princess Les, she, she's just struggling. And um, I know they moved. I, I'm not positive it worked out because twin souls sometimes can't resolve the issues. So I, I'm, I don't want to say absolutely, but I think I remembered uh, that I heard um, one of the ladies has a lot of siblings and they all kind of kept in touch with me. And I think I heard that they hadn't survived as a couple, maybe from this past life regression, that it came to surface that the slave now is going to always be better and the princess will always be lacking. That to me is a twin soul situation. 
because the dynamics of what brought them together was turbulent in the first place. One was uh, worshiping one and one was dismissive of her. Can you imagine loving somebody and never, ever getting acknowledgement at all? In those years, you couldn't do that. I mean, and so with that in mind, we have to go to a place of acknowledging what is your what is your expectations for a life partner? Do you want it serene and easy and you grow together because each of you will bring up valuable information to or hobbies or bring up something like, I want to travel to Egypt, I'm making that up, <laughs> travel to Egypt. And where the other one say, you know, I never thought of traveling. So it's harmonious. You grow with each other. Or are you expecting to find somebody that you can banter with? Have you know, this is of an older generation. Mm -hmm. I know a couple and they have passed away. They never not fought every day. And someone in the family said to me, I want to, I shouldn't have said that. Um, it kept them together, the fighting. Mm -hmm. And and at the end they would make up. And sometimes people are raised in countries where verbally it's always noisy. Mm -hmm. um, Max's husband's family were noisy. And my mother never talked my, <laughs> I come from a very, very quiet family. And so my first husband said, you know, he's very loud. And I just, it was, something that I had to get used to. Um, one that we are born to reconnect and continue where we left off last time, or the twin soul, who if we, if disconnect to reconnect to become whole. So he disconnected and he went, wow, you know, that was a tough life. I think I'd like to reconnect, but maybe, and this is something I wanted to bring up. What if in this life, kind of like me, you're quiet, quiet, and the twin soul that comes in your life, he comes through turbulence. Can you make it work forever? I don't have the answer, I'm divorced. Can it, could it be that, I'm not gonna go there, but say it's somebody else, because I am married. How do we change over time? Um, do people who have discord, can they iron it out? I think that's really important to know. <clears throat> uh, Eric Casey spoke of past lives, how we incarnate with the same group of people over and over to expense every aspect of life's opportunities, connecting again and again, loving again and again. Um, Brian Weiss also talked, and I wanna bring up a book, so get your pencil ready. Um, he wrote so many wonderful books. He's the oncologist, um, cancer doctor, proctologist. Uh, <laughs> he, he was a cancer doctor, and he was the one that passed life regressed a woman who had a lot of phobias. And he walked away from his medical career to pursue past lives. So fascinating to him. Wonderful. I've met him a couple, not met him, but I was in uh, conferences. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Um, he talked of um, life between lives and past lives, children talking about their prior lives. He also wrote a book, Only Love is Real, a story of soulmates reunited. I've read all the books and I want if you want it, I don't even know. I wouldn't want you to spend a lot of money. Get through a store, copy something. Um, great book on his belief and regressions of souls connecting time, lifetime after lifetime, soulmates. It was really a good book also talking about love is the only thing that's real. And that is true. And how many times you've heard people near death experiencers? So I went to the other side and I learned this and that, but the only thing that matters is how we learn to love. And um, I can't think of anybody who hasn't had turbulence in their life, partner, family, and they question how could I love them or did I love them? Or if I had a chance to love them again next life, could I do that? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's very, very difficult. Um, Dr. Weiss talks of this love between lifetimes, regardless of the definition of the relationship. Again, I say twin souls, soulmates, that, that word soulmate comes up, but not twin souls. So I don't know if that's a current century talk when i talk of people past life i look at it as past life lives i don't call oh that was your soulmate how am i supposed to know i guess the definition would be your definition out there um so i would certainly look at your definition and as i talk further here you may say oh my gosh i've been married to my twin soul it explains a lot we are not complete 
even if we argue every day, um, or turbulence, or he spends all the money or gambles, or he's an alcohol member, it can reflect it. I'm an alcoholic, he's a gambler. I mean, how do we know we're supposed to battle out and fix each other? How, at what point are we fixed? Or best friends. Uh, my friend is absolute and opposite of me. We're not a couple, nor do we battle. We get along very well. Um, but I have yet to be able to ever go six months and call up and say, how are you doing? Like 10 minutes from the last time we talked. In 62, three years. That's absolutely quite amazing. Um, when you're happy, we jump for joy. Or sad, dumpy faces all the time. Um, we talk of that, a vibration. So when you meet somebody, they also respond to a vibration. Women will call me up and say, where's that man? Well, have you done this, done this? Who are you? Do you put your list together of things that you're about? Are you ready for that man? Why didn't you take care of the problems first? If you meet your partner-to-be, and of course, men listening, I have so many women talk to me, so it's, it's not equal. So a man would call me up and I says, who are you? What do you have to offer? You have to give your future partner information that they say, oh my God, I want this person in my life. They're so interesting. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean we're all interesting. I mean, you could be a dog breeder and that would be enough. I do this for a living. Is this enough? Not necessarily. I dated between marriages and I had men leave me. One man said, your house is too crowded. I don't want, I look around and no one's here. Well, it's very crowded. We got people everywhere in here. <laughs> Couldn't handle it. And the other one, uh, I think, is because I was in the public so much while I was in California. He didn't want the competition. He wanted to be, if we got together, I would not even leave, ever leave the house. So <laughs> I, I feel like I was a threat. So in some ways, even though I wanted to pursue the relationship with these two men, the vibration of who I am as the person was where they didn't want, they didn't want a partner because I wasn't going to give up me because my list mm -hmm. of who I am was this job pursuing, going out and entertaining and book signings and travel all over the place doing events. That's who I am. Um, I told the gal today, she says, you know, you can't ever retire. I says, well, I won't until I can't talk anymore. And I know people retiring 10, 15 years or, or younger than I am. At 75, I'm going to continue until I can't talk anymore. I love this. And then also she was telling me about a friend that wants to retire. And I went to the friend. I went, don't tell her, don't let her retire. She'll drive everybody nuts around her. <laughs> Get her a job. And, um, and we have to look at the vibration of these people. Um, I didn't need to add that, but it was part of today's client. Um, when a client asks about why this life was chosen, I have to evaluate the soul vibration and then matching them up with other family members and request a friends to see the soul connection. And if I feel there is leftover life issues to be worked out, I will tell them. So I mentioned the mother and son as twin mm -hmm. souls. They had learned to get along in this lifetime without a physical romantic relationship. And it was very, very turbulent. I know there's a lot of people siblings i know there's someone in the room who had trouble uh, with a brother twin souls absolutely why not um or you just didn't get along how would i know the difference but vibrationally i could say that um not always are these connections perfect like i said to you both my children are very independent they came because of the biological influences mm -hmm. i they don't need us and I don't feel like I have to be there for them. Um, just some families are just that way. Um, okay. Um, okay, this is, okay. What about the strong physical connection a cup can have, yet on a mental level, they are direct opposites and always in conflict. I have actually known people that can't stay away from each other. Yet when they're not in the bedroom, they're fighting. The physical connection and the need to be in each other's souls, their spirit space. Like mm -hmm. they can't breathe without their spirits overlapping and being in the same place. So they're always in each other's arms. And when they're not, there's either jealousy or possession 
or you're working, you're going to work. I'm not letting you have that promotion because you'll be better than me. I want this face. I want you around me all the time. That's a twin soul thing. So you can have all the passion in the world. And a lot of people base a relationship on passion. Well, let me tell you, it lasts 10 minutes in the scope of whole life. The mental relationship is more important than any physical relationship. Because when it's all said and done, everything goes away. Your looks, your waistline. <laughs> and it doesn't take that long. So you may be passionate for 20, 20, 30 years, but you know, what about the next 30 years? Um, are they twin souls or soulmates? In this life, they pick physical bodies that are due to upbringing or economic. One more time. And this is from this statement I just said. Are they twin souls or soulmates? In this life, they pick physical bodies that, due to upbringing or economic reasons, are in direct conflict with harmony and happiness. That is an absolute great statement. And when I was typing it up, I didn't realize... Um, you can always tell me I already, I had to put it in such a way that you can see families that have a lot of discord. And no matter how hard you try to be that partner, they're always in disharmony. They're never happy. They're always pulling you down. They're always doing something to sabotage you. They don't know what happiness is. And if you talk to each other, it could be twin souls. To me, that doesn't sound like fun. Doesn't like. Another one I want to bring up. And at one time I talked of this couple, but after talking and looking at the topic for today, this is a, a mother daughter. And when I first went to them, um, sometimes I'll talk to somebody and a horn of plenty, like a seashell, it goes spiral, mm -hmm. spiral, spiral, and I'll go, oh my gosh, I just almost fell into all your past lives. It's like a, a real deepness to them. Well, this mother daughter, and I don't know if the daughter is alive still um 10 years ago i think she was in her early 80s so in the early 90s they were quite young and when i went to them they were just like this flat and i went wow what's that and i got to a place of wanting to talk to them and i did and they said both of them agreed they had come together because this is the first time for both of them on this earth and i was absolutely flabbergasted because when i went through their spirit it was like right there. There was nothing around. I couldn't fall into a past life. And I met another lady uh, just about the same time. She's in Placerville. And when I went to her, her energy went like this. But she was flat. And they were different. And I said, I think the Placerville lady's an angel. Hmm. And I've seen angels. And I gave up a lot of talks. I used to entertain a lot. And I've actually seen what they call the divine, part of the divine. And these beings are six, eight feet tall, and they're just luminescent white. Wow. I know it, right? Ah, ah. And this woman was. When I went to her spirit, it exceeded her body and, oops, goosebumps. Okay, so everybody tap into me. You can see what I'm looking at. When I read her on the phone, remember I had that vision, remote I just went, ah, and I looked at her, and she says, I wonder if you're going to notice. He says, I'm an angel. And I went, how many people would admit to that? I'm not going to admit to that. I don't want to claim that. She has all her life felt that she was. And she is, she is um, helping humanity over there. So Mark, his mother, daughter, <laughs> said her name. Uh, um, they were first time, but they came together. And I now wonder, because not always with the relationship, harmonious. What if a soul said, I would like to split me in half. I want to be the mother and then I want to be given birth to and I want that relationship as mother and daughter. Look what I can learn. So now I'm wondering if that mother and daughter just happened to be twin souls. Are they soulmates? I wouldn't think so because there's not romantic couple, but they did live together. Um, the daughter did have a relationship. Uh, she didn't marry. She was always with the mother. So I find, I find the new ways of thinking about relationships, um, because I was requested to talk about this, that brought to a question in my mind, maybe I should look at relationships and then address it that way. Because there is free will. 
um, there's three kinds of relationships. Um, we're not just either twin souls or soulmates. No, mm -hmm. we, we have other ways and I'm gonna address the third way. <clears throat> People who say, don't know how they feel in love. They are so opposite or the social, and this is examples, the social worker who falls in love with a convict. So many combinations, acceptable here in the States, but what about around the world? I have clients, this is true, I have clients who fall in love with warring countries. Like one country, they'll cross the border and fall in love with somebody else. And they can't ever, I have a client from one country who went to China and you can appreciate how difficult it is that she moved married outside of her culture. Parents didn't like it. In fact, his parents uh, mistreated them terrible. And they did, and he moved out, and now they are a couple. But I can appreciate how difficult it must have been for her to tell her parents, mm -hmm. by the way, mom and dad, I'm not going to stay in our culture. Those are soulmate or twin souls, absolutely, because they're willing to risk death and damnation and having that against them their entire marriage. Um, for me, it's okay. Souls, I told somebody once, um, I'm going to word it wrong. I'm going to make sure I say it right. When you go into dating, date outside of your culture or your race, because you never know who your true soulmate is. <laughs> you have to vibrationally meet somebody that is perfect for you. And I think we're too narrow-minded not to look for that. We should date based on soul energy, soul growth, twin soul or soulmate, based on what you're expecting out of your life. Can that partner help you get that? And vice mm -hmm. versa, help that person. <clears throat> uh, regardless of soulmate or twin souls, or tossing the dice and meeting that perfect partner does not guarantee a long lasting marriage. All can have conflict, magnetic, passionate, or easy to love and be around, yet life can get in the way. That is when true life time is our only true love is true. Meaning, how hard are you willing to work in a relationship? A lot of people give up. Now, my generation, when I divorced my first husband, I was just barely uh, 40 years old and in the um, engineering where I was in Auburn, California, there was only two people I knew in the whole group, 160, 70 people that had ever been divorced. So remember each generation and my mother's families, they never divorced. All the women stayed home. I worked, but I was out of the ordinary because a lot of my friends didn't even work. Um, it's amazing how we progress. I work night shift with Pacific Bell starting six, August of 67, 67 or 68, 67, I think, and uh, high heels and nylons. We had to dress up for night shift. I didn't get my first credit card in my name until the mid 70s. And that was only 50 years ago. So it's kind of amazing how we progress. Nowadays, I talk to people I see them as a couple and it doesn't matter to me if you're married or not, because people nowadays are having children before they get married. Mm -hmm. uh, they're establishing their life. It doesn't matter to me because all that matters is love. And if you truly can love and be with somebody any way possible and enjoy life together, then you've won the lotto. And I'll, nowadays, I, I see a lady or gentleman talk to me, and they truly never want to be committed. Uh, more power to you you're willing to do the right yourself to me that's that's amazing i seem to work better with a partner uh we seek that passionate love and the easy to like and to be together and can visualize long life with that person we should also ask is that person interesting to keep me wanting to learn from him her and will i get the mm -hmm. respect i desire for my work career choice or respect that i own five bulldogs or can i live her children that is more important if a twin slow, if a twin soul that is passionate but full of contrary and conflict, that would be difficult to want to embrace, and to see long term to end of life. That sounds exhausting, everybody. Yet, if incomplete because of a soul that has split, you'll be forced to be brought together to work out the issues. 
that both of you have agreed on. I do believe in past lives. I believe in agreements. By the way, mm -hmm. we just had a terrible life. You want to try it again? Oh, sure. Why not? Ugh. <laughs> Exhausting. But yet, I think we sometimes have to do it over. And maybe um, now the one in Port Oregon, we had live together, ancient Rome or Greece as two little girls. I think we were cousins. And I had a past life regression where I saw this. But she'd been having the dream for years since she was a child of the same scene. When I started telling her the story of my past life regression, she says, let me finish this. And she told me the rest of it. Clearly, soulmate or twin souls, but we're best friends. <clears throat> Society expects us to partner up. And when you have it, we often ask, why not? Hopefully, mm -hmm. as of these 10 years of the expectations has waned somewhat in the past 10 years, and we have more freedom to not marry or have children <clears throat> or feel committed to live near family and travel the world <clears throat> or live in another country, experience life, you could do it your way now. At one time, people didn't travel more than 50 miles from where they were born and raised. Oftentimes, they lived with their parents, or it was the expectation mm -hmm. in the 70s and 80s for you to take care of your grandparents or parents, which I had to do. Um, I took care of my grandmother, and it broke me. It broke me, and I, I think it helped break up my marriage because it was so demanding. She was going blind and lost her sanity, and she wasn't telling us. <clears throat> At this point, I'd like to bring up same, up same last life, time, love relationship where it was so good that you okay. wanted to or enjoy learning of humanity again. Sometimes we can have a relationship and it's so good that we want to try it again. Mm -hmm. uh, past, the past life or both souls pick lives to experience the opposite life, career, or living situation. Every Casey believes that as a tree has branches, there's leaves on each twig going out. And the same people have experiences over and over. You could have a life that would create a soulmate. Or you could have a life and say, I'd like to split and experience both relationships and be a twin soul situation. But we have the same groups of people interplaying with us all the time. And that's the one where I told you about the slave and the princess. Or seeing someone out whose vibration is so similar, it would be a life of little or no stress. Take a vacation, everybody. Find someone easy to be with. Vibration, they are so similar to be recognized and remembered. So get your pencils out. I brought this up again. I'm going to mention it again. Made in Heaven, 1987. Timothy Hutton and Kelly Gillis are two souls who meet and fall in love in the afterlife. He's had a life. He dies. He goes to heaven and meets a pure new soul. God tells Timothy that she is a new soul and needs to go and have a new life. She was picked for. Timothy asks God to send him back to find her on earth. God allows him to re return, but doesn't let him have the memory of her. He can pick a new, he picked a new body, but she only, God gave her him 30 years to find her. After 30 years, he would forget the yearning of loss. He would go to earth remembering, remember I told you the Texas girl and her remembrance of that love. Timothy got back to earth and felt like his life was not whole, not a twin soul, but a soulmate. He, and I'll ruin the movie for you, but they do find each other. But remember, they're not necessarily gonna recognize each other. It's the vibration of their soul and who they are and the likeness together. They fell in love with heaven because they understood each other so well. Also, Here. let me add with this movie is that they gave him a certain time to find her. And 30 he, years. If he didn't find her 30 years, if he didn't find her within 30 years, they, they, they would never find each other. They would forget. Both of them yeah. were yearning for the other. <clears throat> this movie can be found, I did look it up, um, Prime Video. Uh, you can rent it on YouTube. Uh, there's one in Spanish free. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish, though. I do have uh, Prime. So right. you can find it. Um, I love the movie. Timothy Hutton, um, I apologize. Uh, the woman who plays God um, is his true, was his true life at the time, his real wife. Um, 
and everybody would recognize her in a heartbeat. Um, well, I covered it. I made four pages. You I did covered it. everything. But I did it. Okay. You did it. <sighs> I I don't know if we have any questions because my notes are um, above the uh, box. Did anybody yeah. have any questions as we were talking? No, it doesn't look like it. Hello, no, ladies and gentlemen. Like you're pretty thorough. I hope you're I covered thorough. it for everybody. I think you did. That was awesome. Well, it's not that something awesome. I give thought to. I think we now have to put that part of our vocabulary. I know there's a lot of practitioners like myself out there and a lot of good people mean well. And they will go to that place first. Is this a soulmate or a twin soul? That's how they right. talk to that person. I may right. put in a second, a third um, rekindling like the writer. Mm -hmm. Irregardless if they get along or not, she's still in love with the man from the past. Or do you find somebody who said, boy, last lifetime was a... I want to find somebody easy to be with. I want to tell you something that we're very harmonious all the time. I married that man now. And we have a wonderful relationship. Not every day is perfect, but it's very, very comfortable. And that's about, that's as good as it gets, everybody. Mm -hmm. um, thank you, Pamela. Marissa, whoops, I lost who else is in here. Karen, nice Karen. Happy Friday to you too. I had fun tonight, everybody. Thank you for showing up. It, give us a thumbs up. Give Shara a thumbs up. Give me some thumbs up. Show me some love. Show me some love. Um, and so hopefully, yeah, hopefully Sunday or Monday, I should be out of YouTube prison the way it's looking. So, this is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, seven days in YouTube prison. So, hopefully, um, you know, YouTube will get powered back up. <laughs> My god, it's been a hell of a week. But, uh, Sunday, I'm going to have a, a new book that we're starting because we finished off Anna's book last Sunday. So, Lynn Monet is going to allow us to read her book, Omnipresent about the purchase, her family, what they went through when they purchased that house and the Ooh. things that, that, that were disclosed to her when she bought the house and what they went through. So we're going to be starting her book on Sunday. On Monday, Michael Gigliardi is going to be on. And this is an interesting story. I heard this gentleman on another show. And mm -hmm. he is a musician. I think he lives out here. Oh. He's in here in Florida. And he, um, his mother was possessed oh sorry. and he grew up in a house with her his whole his whole young lifetime with her possessed it's an interesting mm. story very interesting oh story. that doesn't sound very talk about a rough upbringing yeah so he's going to be with us monday 6 30 p.m pacific hopefully you guys can see it on youtube <laughs> or you'll be back here over on facebook but um, he's going to be on it. Tuesday, Karen Clark is going to be on with me. And we're going to be talking. Because I have a doctor's appointment Tuesday day, so we'll, we'll be talking about that. You know, the pink, that stuff. But we're also going to be talking about grieving. Hmm. Grief. So we're going to talk about that on Tuesday. So it's a full week. We've got a full week of guests coming up. And uh hope you guys tune in and all that good stuff. And uh, it's been great. It's been great. And Nancy, stay, stay in the green room. I want to show you something afterwards. So don't go anywhere. Um, so I'm going to say goodbye, and again, if you want to join this paranormal investigation team, remember to head on over to the meetup page, the California Haunts meetup page, sign up over there under events, okay? And that class is going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. So here we go. Let me get Nancy's information for you, and then I'll sign off, and then I can chit-chat with Nancy here for a second here. All right, here we go. Is that you? That's you. <laughs> Is that me? I got, like I didn't think usually usually the last three people I have on, I I, I removed them and because I, the computer <laughs> kept crashing, I didn't do it. So I remember I had oh, my no. book. It, I got like oh. five books here all lined up. All right, here we go. Websites: nancymats.com, all lowercase, nancymatsauthor.com. The end, M and A are are capped. YouTube.com forward slash. Nancy Matt Psychic, YouTube, N, M, and P, R, Cat. Book, Help Me Get Me Out of This Funk, Nancy Matt's. Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills. And the unwilling sacrifice.
And of course, you can get those at Amazon. Okay, guys, I'm going to slide off here, and Nancy and I are going to chit-chat a little bit afterwards. You don't get to hear. Okay. Anyway, here we go. See you on Sunday.